Hello and welcome to the Collecting Heroes podcast. I'm your host, JD, the collector of collectors, and this is the place where I interview pop culture collectors from around the world. Today, I'm heading up north with a collector who you could say his collection is more than meets the eye, and I think that may be a a good hint for many listeners. His name is Andy Chan. He's from Victoria, British, uh, BC, Canada. I messed it up. We we discussed this. Uh, yes, we discussed this. Uh, we we went through this. I'm I'm not going to edit this out. This is just going to put put it in warts and all. Victoria, BC, Canada, Canada. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, we we discussed this uh, before, and, yeah. and 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 when I got to it, I totally tripped. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, well, his name is Andy Chan, and yes, he is a Transformers collector. Andy, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you having me here. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, apart from from my inability to talk about locations, <laughs> I do obviously have the ability to talk with collectors about their collection. And um, <laughs> when I saw yours, I was pretty blown away by your Transformers collection. Um, thank you, thank you. Old school Transformer fan myself. Uh, obviously, we were discussing we're, we're roughly around the same age, um, so we grew up really with a lot of the same. Same stuff through the 80s and obviously Transformers being one of those. I remember as a child myself watching the cartoons and they have a vivid place within my memory um, and and, and a place within my heart as well. But I always get, you know, collectors to tell me, for you, what was your history with Transformers? What's what's really what brought you into, into loving Loving transformers. Well, I remember. I remember. First thing, I remember when I was a child. I remember I used to wake up every Saturday morning to watch the cartoons, uh-huh. and I remember 1984 was when the G1 cartoon came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was. Um, let's see. I was born in '77, so I was what seven years old at the time. Mm-hmm. Seven years old when the cartoon first came out, and I would watch it every morning on Saturdays, and I also watched it. I think they played it after school. I remember when I get off school and I get home from school. Okay. They played it like 5 p.m. or something. I would always rush home just to get to the episodes. But yeah, <laughs> I remember the G G1, like myself, I, I wouldn't call myself like you know how Bay Formers became and all that. And everyone says, Oh, Michael Bay kind of ruined the Transformers franchise. I I like the design. I loved Optimus Prime design from Bay Formers, but Myself, I'm still a pretty diehard fan of Generation One. Yeah, that's what the cartoon I love version. Today. Yeah, the cartoon version, and everything, and I, I do love you know the new design, like Bumblebee design and stuff. But again, G1 all the way. <laughs> you know? Nice, nice. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, myself, I as I said, I I got into it through the original cartoon. I also remember watching that in the in those those Saturday morning cartoons. On the weekends i don't remember them here in australia playing them after school as much around that mm-hmm. time but they were definitely like a, a morning cartoons on the weekends i think, were, I rem- I think the ones that, that played after school i think there were more like reruns i think but yeah. every saturday was the new episode okay okay yeah. well the here in australia we, we would have them play on the weekends and i have a, actually a vivid memory um of we we would holiday when i was a child down on on a place called called Shell Harbour is the south, south coast mm-hmm. of, of Australia. Um, it's south of Sydney. And we, we would holiday down there at a caravan park. And I remember we had a, a portable black and white um, TV player. 
Um, and okay. I remember sitting in the in the caravan and watching it on the black and white. Obviously, I'd seen the coloured versions as well, but yeah. like the, on the black and white TV. So I have this memory of watching them there on there, and that I always sort of flash back to that when I'm thinking about the cartoons. But also that earlier memory for me as well is the movie when the movie came out in 1986. Oh. Yeah, it was going going and seeing that in the cinemas. I remember actually going, my, my, my mother giving me the money and letting me go to the cinema by myself to go watch and spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. I mean, it's been, it's been almost 40 years, but mm-hmm. having Optimus Prime die, <laughs> just I, being right, there, just dev- devastated child in the theater yeah, I, watching I think that. everyone, I think everybody <laughs> cried their eyes out when that part happened. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I, I watched it with my cousins. Sorry to interrupt, but I watched it with my cousins, no. and I re- like my cousins at the time was like I think five years older than me. So yeah. my cousin took me to the theater to watch it, and I was so shocked that so many Autobots died in the movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, they're killing off Wheeljack, killed off Ratchet, Ironhide, you know, and, and Optimus Prime, the main character, right? Like, uh-huh. like basically, Optimus Prime was like my role model when I was a kid, right? Everyone yeah. wanted to be Optimus Prime. And I was like, no. And I think in the end, I think when that happened, I find that it might have ruined the storyline. Like, you know how when Opt- they tried to bring mm-hmm. him back multiple mm-hmm. times, but mm-hmm. they, Hasbro just kept killing him off. So I was like, oh. but again, he's well, the man, right? He's still, he's still the main. Yeah, everyone that, knows Transformers from Prime. That's the problem with having, um, you know, the main characters be uh, inspired by a toy line, right? Because that toy yeah. line, they're always going to try and bring in new toy lines. They're always going to bring in new characters. And to do that, sometimes they have to find a way to to push back the other characters, which obviously... Yeah, is, and then and, they got to squeeze in more characters, squeeze in more yeah. toys, plus yeah. like... You know, like, I guess they think that maybe, oh, maybe the storyline was getting boring. So they, they decide to, oh, let's bring Rodimus Prime in. Let's bring Galvatron uh-huh. in and all those, uh-huh. people, you know, they're cool too. But again, Prime is the man. That's for me, you know, Prime is always the trademark of Transformers. He's in yeah. every Transformers yeah. franchise, movie, whatever. If they didn't have Optimus Prime, then to me it's not Transformers, you know? 100%, 100%. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and for me, that was my first Transformer toy as well. So I remember yeah. specifically asking, it was it was at the top of most kids' list, right? Like back yeah. in the 80s, you wanted Optimus. If you wanted a Transformer for Christmas, you wanted Optimus Prime. You want yeah, beautiful. Yeah. He's, he's holding up one. I can see it now. Looks like the OG. Yeah, you know, you wanted that Optimus Prime. You wanted that that one with the the uh, the trailer that transforms yeah, into the, the base. Yeah, and yeah. I I remember having that and playing with it for hours as a kid as well. Um, I don't think I ever had the uh, I don't have a memory of getting Megatron, especially not the the gun version. Um, yeah, Megatron's right here. If you want to quickly see him, he's right there. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. He's actually uh, quite tricky to transform. He's very fragile. I think over here in Australia, it's hard to get them now. I think if you try and, if, like, if I was to buy one of those, especially because I think in the original packaging, they were actually, it they came, came the as gun. the gun first, right? Yes, the gun yes form. it came as the gun, yeah. So I think if I was to get one in the packaging, like one of those sent over here, like if I had to buy it from an overseas collector, I think they would stop it at the at the board yeah yes customs. that's what I, I remember that too like like customs would not allow it 
because it looked yeah. like a real replica of a gun, right? And and what companies did was they usually put an orange tab at the, on the bezel, uh-huh, so uh-huh. it looks like a toy gun, like just like yeah. the masterpiece, like the the original. I don't know if you're familiar. You're probably familiar with masterpiece, right? Transformers masterpiece. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so Transformers masterpiece is like more of the the you know the higher end of Transformer toys. They're not like completely G one, but mm-hmm. they started making them more G one accurate. But the original um, masterpiece Megatron was called MP five, and it was it they had to ship it with an orange tab on its guns be- gun bezel. Mm, if it okay. didn't, if it didn't have it, customs would have confiscated it. Is that removable? Complete. Was that was that? It's removable. Yes, it's removable. Okay. They just put this little plastic orange tab at the end, right? Okay. Yeah, and it's it's removable, so that way you know the customs, you know, custom officers would be like, oh, this is a toy, so they'll allow yeah. it, right? <laughs> but when, if it doesn't have it, it's like, oh, it's you know, it's a real gun. Someone's trying to set the gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Canada yeah. has a similar similar law with 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 things coming in, obviously. Yeah, yeah, we do. We're, we're pretty we're pretty strict with uh, stuff that comes in. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, and talking of, of toys, obviously, um, and, and the history of, of Transformers, uh, in, in a bit of like extra uh, preparation for this episode and for speaking with you, I went back this morning and rewatched um, the episode from The Toys That Made Us. I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with that TV show you watched that on Netflix. Um, um, no, I haven't seen it, actually, to tell you the truth. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, start checking it out after. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so it's a really awesome TV show um, on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us. And it, 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 there's a lot of the 80s stuff in there as well, but they have, like, all your major franchises, like your Transformers, they've got uh, Barbie, they've got, um, oh, I'm trying to get through them, Power Rangers, there's a heap. Oh, yeah, Power Rangers. Heaps and heaps, right? So yeah. 80s, 90s, all those, all those toys that we grew up with. So... They they have specific episodes concentrated on each franchise and um, talking about the history of those toys and where they came from. So, going back to a little bit of the history for people listening who might not be as familiar with the history. So you have the Transformers were they were obviously launched by Hasbro in yeah. in in the in the states and and worldwide uh, in 1984. But prior to that, they were actually the original concepts came from a Japanese company called Takara, who yes, had the, the little uh, micro change and battle convoy, I believe it was called. Uh, they're called Diaclone back in the day. Oh, okay. Um, and they and they actually took characters from a couple of these different lines from Takara and then yep. used those to create the Transformers line and the the concept behind the characters and and the history of the Autobots and Decepticons and everything was actually created by a couple of people in Marvel. We actually went to Marvel and and had a couple of guys there. Uh, I think it was Jim Shooter who, who came up with the original concept of the, the 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 history of them and the Decepticons and Autobots. And then Bob uh, Budansky, I th- I'm going to probably mm. butcher his name came up with many of the characters names and their back backstories as well so I, I thought i found that really interesting to have all these different places involved in this one line you know you had the the original concept from out of japan then hasbro take it on and then they get marvel to you know they, they've got these comic book creators who are used to creating backstories and characters who ca- come in and and flesh that I, out for them uh, just uh interrupt for a second i think um was it the IDW comics that started? Like, and it's, it's Marvel, right? So Marvel yeah. comics started Transformers Correct. first, and then um, before I think 
I think that was that before Hasbro started the cartoon. No, Hasbro actually approached them. Oh, approached um, them first. Approached them first to come up with the concept for all the characters. Is so that annoying. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel like such yeah. a no, 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 it's okay. I, that's why yeah. I love doing this show as well because yeah. I love to give a little bit of history and sometimes try and I I'm, I learn things I, myself when I go back and do that. I always thought it was the comics first, then the cartoon. No. That's how, like, you know, Mar Marvel superheroes, yeah. they start with the comics first, then they start with the anime show. Uh-huh. No, yeah, no, I think I think yeah. the, the, the cartoon, I think the cartoon did come out first and then the comic books around the same time. But the concept okay. came from Marvel. Yeah, originally. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, at the time that they launched, uh, well, uh, ob not obviously for us who, who might know a little bit more of the history, but for other people around exactly the same time that they were launching Transformers, Bandai, uh, another massive um, toy company people probably yeah, familiar with, like came Bandai. out with GoBots. And so there was this yeah. big GoBots versus Transformers thing that was happening for a couple of years there, but Transformers were the ultimate victors in that. I remember back then when I used to get my parents, like I tried to get my parents to buy me a Transformer. They're like, oh, we'll buy you a GoBot. It's like the poor <laughs> version of Transformer. <laughs> Actual Transformer toy. So I'm like, no, I don't you know, I want Transformer, right? Yeah. GoBots, GoBots is pretty big though. It still, it still is like all the 80s toys, right? Like I think, was it Power Rangers? Sorry for off topic of Transformers, but Power no. Rangers was the American version of Voltron. Yeah, I think I believe so. I, I remember watching Voltron as a kid myself, and then the Power Rangers coming out, and I'm being like, "Hang on a second, that looks uh, very much like, you know, the Voltron yeah, with all like the different Voltron. colors." Just, just like um, I don't know if you know the history about Jetfire, like Skyfire, how they no. use the Robotech, right? Robotech oh, and Macross. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. The toy they actually bought the license from Macross, which is Robotech, and used uh -huh. Robotech's design to make jetfire the actual g1 toy wow. so it looked like attack you know it's like yeah there's history behind that too funnily enough i'm pretty certain and i think i may have discussed this in the episode with the um sailor moon collector i had had on the podcast when we were talking about anime and, and the different animes and versions of that that come out of out of japan robotech was essentially they just like cannibalized a, a couple of different shows and mushed them together um yeah to to make Robotech. So it's actually, it, it's, it's only really an American show. It wasn't actually it a Japanese show. Yeah. It was American version and the Japanese version was actually Macross. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, re yeah. I remember, I remember that, uh, hearing that and talking to her about that. Um, because I, I used to watch Robotech as, as a kid as hey, well. I remember that. I watched it too. I, I loved that show. I loved the skull Valkyrie and same with Rick Hunter. And I remember the first episode when he, couldn't fly the, the the Veritech and he was like falling over on buildings and stuff. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So are there any GoBots in your collection? No, I don't, I don't collect GoBots. So my collection right now basically is mostly Transformers, Masterpiece, some mainline like the Titan class stuff, uh -huh. uh, but mostly Masterpiece scale. I'm My goal with this collection is I'm trying to complete every single character from season one all the way through season four when you know how the united states um the the united the american version of transformers where they stopped it i think in 1987 i think that's what mm -hmm. the day like the year that they stopped uh broadcasting it and uh i'm trying to get every single character within that series 
and that was the, so when they stopped because there was obviously that that period and then in the 90s they got <coughs> back with beast wars is that correct am i am yeah. i remembering that correctly <laughs> i remember that that channel it's called ytv so they showed beast wars and that's when you know the terracons and the predacons whatever they're called okay okay Have, <laughs> and and speaking of the 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 bay formers that you're talking about the michael bay transformers have yeah. you been out to see the le the latest release yes i watched rise of the beast i actually liked it i didn't mind it i was shocked that they brought unicron and i was like oh that's a must i must see it i haven't seen it yet i haven't seen it oh, yet. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> I i think it was pretty good i you know i it was a good movie. So no, I haven't. I haven't seen the um, the the newest one, but I definitely want to go and see it. I was talking to my mate about going in out and seeing it, and I'd seen that it had some some great reviews as well. W what would you yeah. give it out of ten? Say seven and a half, maybe almost eight. That's not bad. That's not, not bad. that's not not bad at all. Not bad at all. I'm a Transformer fan, so I think people that aren't Transformer fans will probably give it maybe a little bit less. But you know. <laughs> I might be a little bit biased, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, look, we're all as collectors. It's easy to have biases, you know, when, when yeah. you love a certain character or you love a certain franchise, but it also that can sometimes go the other way where, you know, they, they make a property or a movie or a show and you're like, this doesn't represent what I'm used to. Yeah. So I'm happy that, um, like the new, you know, the Bumblebee movie from 2015 and then, uh, -huh. uh with Haley, I think it's Haley Styles. What's her name again? No, sorry, Haley something. I no, I can't oh, remember her name now. Either. That one was Bumblebee. It was called Bumblebee, and yeah. I like how they brought um, Optimus Prime more of a G one design. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so the new movie, The Rise of the Beast, it's also the same as the Bumblebee, uh, the oh. Bumblebee kind of Optimus Prime, like the G one design. Ah, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually do remember like going and seeing the original the the first michael bay one and just being absolutely blown away seeing that I, I was like seeing massive robots fighting on the big screen like yeah this just totally blew me away i wasn't as blown away by the following ones but the, definitely yeah. that first one had the me first like slack jawed yeah i would say the first one bay formers that one for sure because when they showed optimus prime first arrived earth uh -huh. she went transformed is like whoa you know wow you know, <laughs> you know it's all cgi but fully transforming everything and they they did do justice on his design like the autobots design i didn't mind but most of the decepticons i was like oh what are you doing michael bay like megatron has no color he doesn't look nice same with starscream <laughs> they're all just plain silver color right <laughs> you know yeah Give but yeah i didn't mind the autobots though and the fact that they kept Peter Cullen as the voice of Optimus Prime, that was, that's I think that was necessary. Yeah, that's a must. Peter Cullen, yeah. they have his voice. Tell me a little bit about the Masterpiece Collection and uh, specifically because you're not obviously just collecting Hasbro, right? Yeah, my history on Transformers collecting. Um, I used to be more of an authentic guy, just, oh, only Hasbro, only Takara told me. Then mm -hmm. I started getting third parties everyone calls them knockoffs but they're technically there's certain parties there's you know authentic there's third party and there's fourth party third mm -hmm. party it's a company that made it it's definitely of course if they're taking someone else's design right mm -hmm. and not giving them official names because they're not licensed 
Okay. So, um, but fourth party means this company completely copied that company, made it as <laughs> exactly the same, and it's a it's a you know knockoff version of it, right? But myself, I collected third party because Hasbro and Takara aren't making characters that we need to complete a collection. So I have nothing against third party, but there's a lot of diehard Hasbro fans. Mm -hmm. You know, they're right. They're like, oh, third party is not official. It's not authentic, right? But again, hey, without third party, we would never be able to complete a collection like this. Yeah, so okay. We can't live without them, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I understand, I understand. And when you say, because um, you did, just referencing before, you mentioned wanting to get all the different characters from those four series. Yeah. How many characters are we are we talking about? I think I'm missing, well, right now I'm missing maybe 33, 33 to 35 characters. Out of a total of how many? I think it's about, I think last time I counted, it was just under 200, I think. Okay, wow. Yeah. But you've also got multiple versions of some of those characters as well. I do. I, I I keep upgrading because you know how some of my toys are like 10 years old, right? So I'm like, <laughs> in companies, there's all these new companies that come out and they're making like more cartoon accurate versions of them, you know, better engineering and everything. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh. Um, it's like a never-ending upgrade cycle, <laughs> you know, of collecting. And you also, I know I was going to ask if you're in the box or out of the box collector, but looking at the display in your room, you're definitely obviously an out of the box collector. Yeah. Some, some toys I'll buy multiples and keep it in the box, but most time I always buy one one of them to at least open it and display uh, uh, it. I was going to ask you about that, whether you sometimes double up and, and keep one in the box. Yeah, I do. Is there a specific one, like when that you like a specific character or series that you do that with that you're like, I have to have two uh, of these ones. Mostly authentic to cars and stuff. Yeah. Mostly authentic. I have multiple Optimus primes. I have multiple G one Optimus primes too. Like Ooh. a Hasbro car Tommy version. <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's, what's a line of transport because we've had multiple lines. I mentioned about beast wars and things like that. Is there a specific line of Transformers that you're like, this doesn't touch my shelves? Uh, tell you the truth, Beast Wars doesn't touch my shelves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, like, I, it's not that I'm fully against it, but I wasn't just a huge fan of it. Like, I think I think the time when Beast Wars came out, I kind of grew out of the Transformers. Like, I grew, uh -huh. you know, you become a major, start, you know, living life, you start partying, this and that. And I stopped collecting toys at the time. But then after I got, you know, your adulthood, you're, you're, you're making your adult money. Uh -huh. well, I can, I can afford this stuff. And then brings back to your childhood memories. Right. Well, that's very similar. There's a thing called in the Lego community. Um, and I'm sure it, it happens in most collecting communities and, to, and with toy collectors, it's called a dark period in, in, in Lego yeah. culture where yeah, exactly like you said, you, you, you reach teenage age or you know, in the early twenties or whatever it is. And, um, and a lot of time it's like, well, that that's their toys. They're uncool. Now we're not collecting those. We're, we're moving on to other things. And then just because the nostalgia, because there are things that we love, a lot of us get drawn back in. And as you said, you get that adult money where you can go back and start collecting those things. Did you keep a lot of your old items from childhood? Were they put away in your parents' house or something or did okay. they get rid of them? And then you had to go back and get the collection all over again. So I did have a, not a huge collection of G1, but I did have some. But the problem was 
you know, you have childhood friends that a lot of them balled my toys and never returned them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I lost all my G1 toys. I used I used to collect G.I. Joe, too, back in the day. And, Same. And, yeah, yeah G.I. Joe and all that. G.I. Joe, Transformers, Mask. What else was there? There's those mm -hmm. little... Um, you remember those muscles? Those little small pink characters? I'm trying to think. They, they're like wrestlers, but they're they're really small like i had a bunch of 80s toys back then but yeah again i lent them to friend, like you know neighbor friends and then we you know we moved away and never got them back never got them back yeah oh geez and and then it becomes so much harder to get some of those items as well because yeah. when yeah. everyone's got adult money trying to get these things that are now in in demand the, the price obviously yeah. goes up what's the and the only toy i still have only toys i still have from back back when i was a child was uh superpowers superpowers okay so like you know you squeeze the legs and the arms move <laughs> you know? oh <laughs> yeah I, I remember having things like that actually yeah yeah those are only 80s toys i still have and is there anything in the g1 collection that was that you haven't been able to get that's a grail item that you're still waiting to add to the collection i would like to get um the original basically Takara Tomy's reissue of Megatron. It's in a okay. nice box. Cause the one I have is the Japanese version where it's, it's, they're both Japanese versions, but the one I have is where the cardboard opens up like this. I don't know oh, if you okay. It. And it, so yeah. it doesn't have a plastic sleeve on the front. Like it doesn't yeah. have a plastic window on the front. You have to open the door to see it. Right. But okay. I want to get, I want to get the ori original looking packaging, but that thing sells, I think that thing resells for, I think 650 and up so i'm like oh. yeah it's pretty expensive right i was like uh you know what i can hold off <laughs> you know <laughs> although i'm looking at some of those masterpiece collection those large items and things that you've got as well mm. i have to admit i have to i think that a few of them probably got up towards that or maybe even maybe even over that level right no, over it's over um devastator toy world it's made by a company called toy world so his name is toy world constructor and that's his third party name that combiner ran me i think 900 canadian landed wow wow yeah it's very expensive <laughs> yeah but you're talking <laughs> six characters right so six and six characters you know you divide it 900 divided by six it's not too bad it's probably about 100 150 each maybe something around there so it's not too bad i'm trying to also when you, it's funny you bring up um characters because one of the um the questions I had is around a character. We've mentioned that you've got multiple versions of different characters. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, and maybe this is me just not remembering part of the storyline from the original cartoons, but what's the difference between an Optimus Prime and a Nemesis Prime? So Optimus Prime is the original, you know, the red, red color, blue. And blue, yeah. yeah. Blue, he's the original, original. In the 80s cartoon, 1984 cartoon, Nemesis Prime was made by Dr. Arcoville. I don't know if you remember him. The little scientist that was... No. Oh, I have little, to go back and watch it. Helped out Megatron. Yeah, and he made Nemesis Prime, which is the which is a, is a evil version of Optimus Prime, which is he's black with red eyes. Uh, okay, I thought that was the yeah. case. I, I was trying to remember it. I'm like, is it was it just like an evil, like a, like a yeah, okay. bad, bad Prime? Okay. I also know, like talking about the different things that you collected as well. Um, you, you mentioned the superpowers and everything like that. You have multiple collections. You don't know, 
like many, many of us, you have multiple loves and multiple things that you collect. Your toy collection is not just Transformers focused, even though you've got a, a dedicated space for that. Tell me about some of the other things that you currently collect and because and, I can see you've also got a lot of other toys. I do. Um, I collect um, DC and Marvel figures as well. A lot of, a lot of um, Marvel Legends, DC Multiverse, you know, like uh, McFarlane's and mm -hmm. also, you know, like Bandai um, yeah. Spirit. Bandai Spirit. And I think the other company was called uh, Medicon. Is there a specific character that you lean to within each the the Marvel and the DC, or is it just just uh, pretty wide range? Pretty wide range, but there's you know I love I love Spider Man. He's one of my favorites. Um, I would say Superman. I do like him, but I like Batman better. You know, who uh -huh. doesn't like a you know rich guy? He's famous. You know, he's got he gets all the girls. Kind kind of like <laughs> DC's version, basically DC's version of Tony Stark. So you yeah. know, you got and you got Batman. Which one? Who would win? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, obviously, you can see within the background, I might have a little bit of a love for Batman as well. Yeah, just from yeah. my collection. <laughs> so yeah. I'm definitely a little biased that way. Up to DC first. Like I, I used to collect their comics back then, and then grew up to them first. And then, Mar then I, you know, I don't hate on Marvel. I still love Marvel, but mm -hmm. you know, it's always that debate. Everyone says, "Oh, who copied who?" Right. DC, Marvel, but a lot of characters from DC did start way before Marvel did. But again, Marvel has the hype, right? Has the hype. People love Marvel because yeah. the movies, especially MCU, Correct. they're going a better direction compared to DCEU, right? So. Correct. Have you been watching any of the Secret Invasion TV show that's coming out at the moment? Not yet. No, I heard about them, though. Everyone's it's telling me good. about it. Pretty good. Yeah. I've, been, I've been enjoying I, it. I, I work consumes my time trying to afford these toys. You know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I get that. I get that. It's not not a cheap hobby. Not a cheap hobby at no, all. It's not. Yeah. When you're, I notice that you have a lot of like white shelving, which makes the colors really pop as well. Yes. Um. But and and your shelves are pretty packed at the moment. How do you find it with space? I've seen a few reels and a few posts on your Instagram <laughs> where you're talking about the, you know, the shortage of space. Um, yeah, I ended up picking up four more shelves. So I'm going to move these two shelves. If you can see, there's one that side and there's one on this side. Yeah. The other side of the wall and put the new shelves dedicated just to Marvel characters and then put my all my DC characters on that side of the wall. Ah, okay. Yeah. Nice. So we have a little DC a little versus Marvel. Yeah, room. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, it looks like uh, Billy bookcases in the background. Those white it, ones. It Billy bookcases. Yeah, I say that because I have to. I'm I'm obliged to to mention Billy bookcases and IKEA during most of my episodes, <laughs> just in an effort. To, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get a, a, a them to support the podcast. <coughs> Maybe if if they'll come on as a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Billy bookcases, they're, they're great because they're they are more affordable uh, option for displaying, you know, your toy collection, right? Mm, you know, like, mm -hmm. all those display cases, they're, they're, don't get me wrong, they're beautiful. Like, I love to have a glass display case, but I calculated one time to do all glass. And we're not talking about IKEA detoffs or anything. We're talking about, like, mm. the nicer. You're talking about, like, probably, like, 5000 to, like, $8,000 worth of glass display cases. I'm like, wow. You know how many figures I can buy with that? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> you know? 
That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Actually, yeah. There's, there's a Wonder Woman collector that I had on from Germany, and he's done really well in setting up. He's used Billy bookcases, but he's also gotten the glass. You know how you can get the doors. doors with the glass on the front? Nice. Um, yeah. And he, at, at one point, because he had certain statues, the, the size of them and the depth they needed, he would – he he's created uh like a billy bookcase and then he's put another billy bookcase in front of it but with but he just hasn't put the backing on it so that oh, okay. it, so that it's open throughout and then he puts them yeah. one in front of the other and then the glass doors on the front so he gets a deeper case and yeah. i was i was pretty blown away by the way he set that up actually it's, it's really cool seeing right. yeah you can you can custom a lot of stuff like i don't know if you ever heard of do you, you australia has ikea correct yeah yeah we definitely do yeah okay blacks right Calyx, yeah. Yeah, Calyx, you can you can customize it. You can take out the dividers and stuff, mm -hmm, so you can make mm -hmm. it. That's why I like I like those type of cases, like you know, display cases, because it's, it's also again it's affordable, and, and you can yeah. also customize. You know, versus buying crazy customized glass cases, and you're spending like an arm and a leg for them. That's right. Where, you know, like okay, you, you got a nice display case, but to be honest, display is it's all about the display though. You have like if you have a nice collection, you need to display it nicely. But yeah, Billy bookcases and all those other one options, they're affordable. So hopefully whoever's listening into this podcast, use those because those, yeah, those are the ones to go for. And I noticed you put like around your Transformers collection, you put up a lot of LED lighting as well. Do you have any tips and tricks for people when installing LED lighting in, into a display? Um, I use the generic Amazon LED, bar, LED bars. Okay. They're like, I think they're like, $50 for six. Nice. And so they just, just a wide bar. You just, just stick that to the roof and yeah, and... You, you can either screw it in into your shelf or you can use double-sided and 3M tape and you just stick okay. it on. It's all wired. But the problem is, I would say the problem with those is the wires a little bit short. So you have to, if you want to hide your wires perfectly, you have to uh, cut it and extend the wires and stuff. That's what I've been like, considering using the led lighting within my shelving as well because my shelving is dark and yeah when i put batman figures in you can even see one over my shoulder here there's a michael yeah. there's a michael keaton one you can probably yeah. just see the yellow poking out from his from his belt but oh, otherwise, yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah. when the light changes it does but otherwise for the most part when that's behind me it just looks very dark it looks like an empty yeah. shelf almost because it's so black um so i've i've been thinking about putting in a lot more led lighting in up but that was the yeah. thing that wor worried me is the wires how, how do i deal with the wiring as well Wait, to hide that I, I i usually use those um wire uh i forgot what they're called they're these they're these um things that basically hold the wires and you can just uh -huh. tuck them in corners and stuff so it's not okay. too bad and another reason why i use white shelving is because i used white duct tape and I just taped over the wire and you can't even see it, you know, unless you actually <laughs> look at it or you start seeing it. Right. But you know, any option works, any inexpensive option works for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. when, when you've got to do it within multiple shelves as well. And you're trying to <laughs> pimp out a whole room essentially. Yeah. Look, I've had a really great time chatting with you, Andy. So thank okay. you for taking the time to be on the podcast. Um, before I let you go, I do always get people to plug their socials and, and where people can find you. So where can people find you and your collection? You can find me on Instagram. My, name, uh, my Instagram alias is TF Toys Addict. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And you've also got a YouTube as well where people can... 
YouTube channel as well. It's also called TF Toys Addict. Um, I'm trying to find more time to update the content on it, but it's just, again, like I said, work consumes a lot of my time to afford these toys. You know? <laughs> but I, I did say that you've got room tours on there. So if anyone wants to go and have a look, they can, they can yeah, check they, out the room tour as well. Doing a uh, updated video pretty soon on my whole collection. So oh, I'm nice. just trying, but yeah. I'll keep an eye out for that. Well, thank you very much. Uh, had a great time chatting to you. And yeah, I hope you thank enjoy the rest you. of your weekend. Yeah, I appreciate you having me here. So yeah, enjoy your rest of the weekend too. Thank you so much. If you like the episode, please consider following or subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also join me on Instagram at Collecting Heroes, where you can see photos of the collections of the people that I'm talking to, as well as some of my own.